Have you had those moments in your life where it felt like everything was going the wrong way? You were serving God and being faithful in your attendance to church, reading the Bible, praying, and even in your tithes. Yet it felt like every step forward in your walk with Christ resulted in what seems like 10 steps backwards. Finally, you got to that point that you thought, why am I doing all of this if I am getting nowhere stronger in my faith? Maybe you were dealing with a financial crisis, marriage troubles, depression, or just the stresses of life seem to be piling up all at once. Yet something inside you kept reminding you to hold on, don't give up, and keep moving forward. Well, in episode 43, I'm going to share with you how recently a comment that I heard got me thinking of a worship song and how God wants each of us to keep moving forward. This is The 318 Project, a guide to equip men through godly principles and develop as husbands, fathers, and sons. And now, your host, Ryan Hare. Hello, I'm Ryan Hare, and thank you for joining me on this episode of The 318 Project. So why does it seem like the more you try to grow in your faith, that it feels like you are trying to climb up a steep and slippery slope and that you are getting nowhere? Well, first of all, I can tell you that as you do get closer to God in your walk with him, that the enemy, Satan, will come against you more to discourage you and get you to quit and give up. I can tell you that when I was going through a major crisis in my life, that it felt like God had just completely distanced himself from me and that I felt abandoned and alone. Many times when we are going through a season of change and God is wanting to take us to a closer relationship with him, and that requires us to go through some tough times, sometimes those around us, like our spouse, our children, other family members, co-workers, friends, and even those from church may not understand or even may feel resentment at where God is taking you. In your mind, you may even think that it would be easier to go back to the way things were so that there isn't as much stress or worry in your life to deal with. Maybe you feel like just giving up on a calling from God what feels like maybe a dead-end job or even a hopeless marriage. But that is not what God has for you. In Proverbs 16, verse 9, it says, The mind of a man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. Now, going back, we look at crisis in areas. We look at Joshua. Joshua was facing a crisis in that he had taken over as the commander of the children of Israel, and his thing was to lead them into the promised land. With that challenge, he had to deal with the complaining of the children of Israel the whole time, even with Moses, we hear, that they would rather go back to the way of suffering they had endured in Egypt rather than wander through the wilderness, which, of course, was because of their disobedience already. 
But in Joshua 6, verses 6 and 7, he tells them to take up the Ark of the Covenant and let the seven priests carry seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. Then say to the people, go forward and march around the city and let the armed men go on before the Ark of the Lord. Here, Joshua is simply reminding them not to look back at where they've been through in the wilderness, but to look at where God is taking them in the battle of Jericho and into that promised land. Now, on the other side of that, we look at Genesis chapter 19, and we see what happens to somebody that didn't listen and looked back at what they were leaving behind. In verses 15 through 26, it talks about the angels. There was two angels or men that were sent on behalf of Abraham. They were sent to Sodom and Gomorrah to rescue Lot and his family. And in verse 17, we hear one of the angels tell Lot, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you and do not stay anywhere in the valley. Escape to the mountains or you will be swept away. But we look at the end of that chapter in verse 26, we see that as fire and brimstone came down upon the city, that Lot's wife looked back and was instantly turned to a pillar of salt. Her heart was still toward the things of her past that were being destroyed, and it was difficult for her to let go. Now, you may feel that way at times also when it comes to old habits, old addictions, Things in our past that we just, you know, the the nostalgia of things, but they were of bad situations, maybe. And they start to kind of rise up. Those feelings and desires start to rise up and you feel tempted to give into those urges because it seems like it would take the pain or stress away, even if it was just for a few moments. But we look in Luke chapter nine, verses 61 Through 62, Jesus is talking with several of the followers with him when one of them asked him a question. And it says, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid farewell to those at my home. But Jesus said to him, No one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Now, with this scripture, when you hear that, if you know anything about farming, when you talk to farmers, and they're fixing to plant their crop, and they're creating those rows to plant, that they look at a fixed point in the distance, and they set their mind, they set their sight on that fixed point, and that's where they head to. And then once they've created that first line, then they have a guide to go on for each of the ongoing rows of whatever crop they're fixing to grow. But now if they just randomly are just driving straight ahead, what they think is straight ahead, and they're looking down, looking over, they look back to see where they've come from. When they get to the end of that line and they look back, they'll be all over the place. They'll, They'll be slanted to one direction, maybe zigzagging back and forth, and it is not a straight line. And God is simply saying, don't get caught up with a lot of the things around you and stay focused moving forward towards me. Yes, there are times that we do look back to see where we have come from, because sometimes that's part of our testimony of what God has brought you through. But most of the time, God wants you and I to keep looking forward to him as we move forward in our lives. Now, Dr. Cole says in his book, Never Quit, that 
So often in times of crisis, we think of escaping from something, some undesirable place or condition. We think in terms of avoiding crisis, problems, difficulties, punishment, correction, and the hard issues of life because we are basically negative by nature. He later says that when we deal with change in a godly way, we will multiply or increase rather than decrease. And that is how it is when you and I are going through a change in life. How you leave a situation determines you're entering the next new situation in your life. If you are leaving a job or a marriage or whatever the circumstances and you have hate, anger, bitterness or unforgiveness, when you go into that new job, new relationship, new situation, you will carry many of those hurts and feelings into that new situation. For me, I think Paul said it best to the Philippians in his letter to them. Now, there's no proven facts to any of this, but just me thinking about it and speculating. But Paul mentions in a few of his letters to Timothy and to the churches, he talks about running the race. And if you look at history, Paul had many missionary journeys, and some of them took him to Greece, and more than likely, and they did, go into Athens. But I'm looking at this, and he may have been, just my speculation of just looking at some of the timeline stuff, he may not have been there for the first official Olympic Games, but he may have been there when some of them were participating in similar, you know, before it was a really organized event, and he would see the Grecian men running, maybe doing the marathon from the cities or the track or whatever it may have been. And he saw that. And there was just something that sparked an interest in his heart. And then years later, while he is sitting in prison and writing these letters, that God reminded him of that. And we see that in Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14, it says, Not that I have already tamed or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upcalling of God in Christ Jesus. And then in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Paul reminds Timothy as he is closing out his letter to him and more than likely about to head towards his death. He says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And I think that's just one of those things that I think about. I think of little things and just the oddities of it. But to see his his heart, the knowing that he had done what God had called him to do from that day he was on the road to Damascus till this point that he was fixing to face death, that he didn't walk with his head down, but more than likely he ran to whatever situation he was fixing to face for his death. And he knew that his goal had been reached and attained, that he was going to be in the presence of God and that he had done even through these hard times of being in prison, being bitten by a, a viper, being shipwrecked, being beaten, stoned, all these different things that he had faced, these trials. 
most of us would have gone, why am I even doing this for Christ when I'm going through all of this? It would be easier for me just to give up, go back to my old ways and not worry about this. But yet he said, I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And that is what I wanted to remind you of, that even in those difficult times when it seems like all hope is lost and there is no way out, God wants you to keep looking forward to him. I once heard a friend of mine at a conference. Now, he is a football and track coach, and he shared this message at a men's conference of a friend of ours as well. And he shared about runners in a relay race. He said that at the time he had this young man who was probably one of the fastest young men he had. He played football, but he also was decided to partake of the track team. So he told this young man to go and practice, but he told him first to go to the relay station and practice the passing of the baton. After a few minutes, the young man came back to him and asked him, saying, why do I have to practice this when I am the fastest one on the team? Now, the coach reminded him that as the lead runner, it is his responsibility to look ahead while the runner coming behind him matches his pace and speed and calls out to him as he is exchanging the baton. Now, if they don't work on this, and they don't become used to hearing the voice of their teammate, it doesn't matter how fast you are if you're constantly looking back and trying to not listen to their teammate, then you're going to drop the baton. And that is what God wants each of us to do, is to learn to listen and hear his voice when he is speaking to us, even when it seems like there is so much noise and chaos going on around us that we can look forward to that finish line and know that we have run the race that God has put in front of us, even through those obstacles we may face. So as I'm closing, you may be asking What about that song that had you thinking about all of this in this podcast? Well, the song is called Moving Forward by Israel Houghton. And it's the chorus of that song that really spoke to me. And just even the last week or so while before recording this, that I was just, it was on my heart and I was listening to it. And the chorus goes like this. I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm here to declare to you my past is over in you. All things are made new. Surrendered my life to Christ. I'm moving. Now I'm moving forward. And that is what God has for us. That's what he wants for us is just to keep moving forward. Even in those minor setbacks, whether it's something that we've done or things that have happened to us, God still wants us to keep pushing, wants you and I to keep pushing and pressing forward to him, drawing closer to him, listening to him, what he has to say to us. So I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been an inspiration. I hope you take this and take some time to really just think about what God has leading you, directing you in your next steps of life. Whatever the situation, again, there's going to come those times that you're going to feel down, discouraged, but God is wanting you to keep moving forward. And as always, guys, I want you to have a blessed and wonderful day. Thank you for joining on this adventure of integrity and honor in godly masculinity. 
Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with other men. And remember to keep building faithful men.